This podcast contains material of an adult nature. It's not safe for work or appropriate for children under the age of 18. If you're offended by mature content, please stop listening now. The stories included in this podcast are not checked for factual content and are for entertainment purposes only. It's secondhand story time. Hello, and welcome to episode number 47 of Secondhand Storytime, the show where we tell stories we heard from someone else. Today I'm happy to be joined once again by my buddy James. He's got a story about a poor girl who needed assistance during a fire drill, and didn't quite get it with the sensitivity she would have liked. For those of you who remember James's last time on the show, uh, you may remember the audio quality wasn't great. Sorry to say that this story is the same way. I hope you can get past the quality and enjoy it anyway. All right, I'm back with my buddy James, and you've got another story for us, correct? Yep. Uh, there's a, this is another one where um, I was in the area when the story took place, but I wasn't around when it happened. Okay. Um, so, I, from what I gather, you might have been in and out at a couple small points, but you you weren't there for most of this story. I wasn't there for the actual event. Okay. I was there for the in for the uh, after everything had finished up. I like basically, you know, it was like catching the last. You walk into a movie theater and you see the credits. Okay. You know, you didn't see any of the movie, um, so take, uh, but yeah, that's what that's what I was there for. I believe that'll work just fine. So, uh, yeah, whenever you're ready, go ahead and get started. Um, so this one takes place, I'll tell you where it takes place. It's Western Kentucky University, which is in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and it's on the campus. I'll leave out names of buildings and whatnot. Okay. Probably for the best. Yeah. But, uh, so I lived in a, what they call a residence hall which is just a fancy word for dorm. Right. And um, I was on staff there at the residence hall, which is mm-hmm. one of the reasons I happened to walk in <coughs> after everything was said and done, being on staff. Right. Um, but there was an individual there, we will call her Fanny, who uh, who um, used a wheelchair, had mobility issues. Right. And she was the sweetest girl, but also the raunchiest girl you could ever meet. And um, just, I'm not saying this to be mean, but she was just like, why is it always the unattractive ones who are really raunchy? You know what I right. mean? Um, I've never seen a gorgeous supermodel say some, <laughs> like, you know, just some stuff that you're like, mm, that's hot. You know what I mean? But, but anyway, so Fanny was all about that. Right. Uh, she would, you know, talk about cornering guys in the community room and, doing a little down south action and just I'm just <laughs> gross and um a bunch of other stuff uh on more than one occasion she uh pointed towards a hoo-ha and made a comment here mm. and there and again just, <laughs> just disgusting um but you know she meant well she was yes. I think she was just she wanted the guys to really like her and I thought I think she thought that was the way to get it but right it was the it was just the it was like, you know, uh, or just, I don't yeah. know, the exact opposite result. Um, sorry, I just, I keep getting mental pictures and that's why I'm having to stop. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, um, one night in this particular residence hall, there was a fire drill. And it may have not been a fire drill. It may have been actually like there, you know, like somebody burnt right. popcorn or something. Might have been a real fire yeah. alarm uh, for fire reasons. Because Yeah, being on staff, I, normally they run it by staff people, and I knew I didn't know anything about it. Okay. So, uh, anyway, the, the fire alarm goes off, and 
um, according to the, the guidelines, um, I myself, you know, use a walker. So I basically get the disabled people out of the building and to hell with everybody else. Like right. that was the whole thing. They can walk their own selves. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they didn't have to worry about that too much with me. I, you know, okay. just cause I was ready to go or whatever. The alarm goes off and, and, uh, I go out of the building. I'm one of the first people out. Right. And then this is like, from this point, it's all secondhand. Okay. You know what I hear. So there were two resident assistants called, um, let's see, we'll call one, um, Maxine. Okay. And we'll call the other one Bradley. So Maxine and Bradley, uh, Maxine went into Fanny's room to assist mm -hmm. her out of the bed because Fanny used a wheelchair. She needs somebody to get, put her into bed, out of bed, um, and, you know, things of that nature. Okay. So, anyway, she goes into Fanny's room, and Fanny um, was, was from what I understand it, she was either already in her chair, but totally nude, because she had, I guess the fire alarm startled her or something, mm -hmm. and she was in, she was like mid-P mode or whatever, and like kind of just, so she stripped down. Okay. It was either that, or she had, that had happened, and she was already in her bed. Okay. She had got back in her bed, and then, you know, it picked up. So it was one or the other. But anyway, I'm pretty sure it was the second one. She was in her bed, but she was completely nude, um, just had a blanket on. Okay. And Maxine comes in and is like, are you okay? And like, um, and she's... Uh, Fanny. Fanny. <laughs> Fanny, are you okay? And Fanny's like, mm, I don't mean to be a bother, but uh, I kind of peed all over myself, and now I'm naked, and oh my gosh, you know, and Maxine was like, oh great, <laughs> you know, because uh, this was just what we were, you know, this type of stuff, <laughs> Fanny didn't make it a habit of, like, pissing on herself, I don't want you right, to right, right. she was completely in control, I just think she got startled, yeah, or whatever, and that could happen, anyway. it happens, I pissed on myself five minutes before we started doing this thing, so, um, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, so, Fanny's all like, I don't mean to be a bother. And Maxine's all like, oh, God. And Bradley, I believe I called him. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's right. Uh, Maxine tells Fanny that, uh, you know, Fanny, I'm going to take you and pick you up and put you in the chair. You know, we're going to wheel you out. We'll cover you up or whatever. But Fanny is a bigger girl, mm -hmm. you know, um, and big people. When when they have mobility issues, you're dead weight, and dead weight right. is hard to lift. Um, so, she Maxine says we have to wait on Bradley. Well, here comes Bradley, <laughs> and Bradley goes to open the door, and he wears glasses. He wears contacts during the day, but he right. was asleep, so he had his contacts out, and he had glasses on. And he hears Fanny talking about. Mm, well, no panties on, and, and oh my gosh, this is going to be so embarrassing, I hope Bradley doesn't see something, and oh, my boobies are showing, or whatever, you know, and so he just instantly, like, just throws his glasses across the room, like, takes them off and literally, like, throws glasses off, huh? For no, he had no regard for him. he's like, I don't care, I didn't want to see anything, when he takes his glasses off, he really can't see, okay. um, so Fanny continues, and is like, then mm, why don't you... Um, Bradley, <laughs> Bradley, why don't you uh, 
pick my legs up there and you know you can have my legs and then Maxine can get my arms and and Bradley's thinking this is disgusting because I do there's no way I want to pick up her <laughs> legs and be right. exposed to anything so quickly it's mm-hmm. like one two three heave and plop into right. this into the chair and Fanny's all like oh that kind of hurt and nobody <laughs> nobody really cares you know nobody wanted to see the hoo-ha nobody didn't want to see the ta-tas so it was just cover up they put a shirt on Fanny and throw mm-hmm. a towel underneath now at this point in the story when they exit her through the doors right I'm outside with everybody else okay <laughs> that's when Bradley proceeds to tell me that Fanny is completely nude underneath the lower half, mm-hmm. underneath the towel, which makes me throw up in my mouth just a little <laughs> bit. And um, like I said, everybody loves Fanny, but it was just one of those things. We knew how she was, so we were just waiting for any moment for her just to be like, ta-da, and like <laughs> expose, you know. Look, I can do a magic trick. There's a rabbit, you know. Um, um if you like that, you should see what I can do with the ping pong ball. No, I'm serious. That was that was too far, I know. But so that was the whole thing. And then, okay, now we all go back inside. Now I'm no longer a part of the story. So right. I caught that first half of the story during being outside. Okay. And so, really, the second the second part of the story is really short. It's just Maxine and Bradley take Fanny back into the room and. Um, uh, from what I understand, like Bradley kind of, I don't know why, but he had to do it by himself the second time around. Mm -hmm. And I guess Maxine got called away for something like, you know, they brought her back in and then Maxine's like, Bradley, I gotta go. Can you, you know? Right. So Bradley, like literally he was like, cause she's naked or whatever. He pulled the towel off and she's all like, (laughs) she thinks it's the funniest thing ever. He doesn't think so, and like literally, like grabs her by her ankles and like, like pulls her out of the chair, and like she kind of hunkers over. I guess she's close enough to the bed where she like hunkered mm-hmm. on the edge of the bed, right? You know, and she's holding herself with like her her elbows, and then he bends down where that whole like gluteus maximus is kind of like in his face a little bit to grab her ankles. And he just, like, literally, like, one, two, three, heave, except he did no one, two, three. She was waiting for that. He just did a quick heave, and literally, he tells me her butt, like, went in straight up in the air and, like, smacked the wall, and then she, like, slid down. Oh, <laughs> no. I really didn't wait to see if she was okay. I was just like, there you go, Fanny, piecing them out. And, like, Fanny was like, mm, wait a minute, I'm not ready. You know, and, like, he just kind of left her. So, um, I don't really know anything after that. I'm, I'm positive they didn't leave Fanny just, right. like, you know, <laughs> neck all twisted. It's like, somebody please help me? Uh, I'm completely naked and everything is in the air. You know, um, so, Upside down. so, you know, we always, we always made a joke because Fanny would say, anytime you hear three beeps, it's an emergency. And later when Jason told me the story, I was like, I bet you, she had a, I'm sorry, she had a horn on her wheelchair. And it would okay. be like, beep, beep, beep. Like you do the three beeps. Right. And that means someone should come check on her right yeah. away. Yeah. So we, I was like, I bet you she was pressing that thing like crazy, <laughs> like trying to get. So what from my understanding, Maxine went in there later, like just a few seconds later, you know, because Bradley was like, I'm sorry, I just, I didn't want to see anything. And he grabbed his glasses, which right. were still in the room, and on the floor where he'd thrown mm-hmm. them down. And, uh, and he left. So, 
uh, it wasn't like a, <laughs> it, well, I don't want you to think it was a case of like, um, you know, like brutality or, you know, right. something where they, they should have been taken better care of or nothing like that. Uh, he just, he was uncomfortable in yeah. the moment, which who And that's who a pretty be? uncomfortable situation. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you have to know Fanny. And Fanny yeah. was very, um, just, I don't even know how to explain it. She would talk about anything that you just felt like uncomfortable talking about, she would pretty much talk about. Okay. Whether it be her stuff, or maybe she'd talk about your stuff, and <laughs> show me mine, I'll show you yours type stuff, which was... <laughs> and then she would talk, you know, just, just anything. Um, uh, but anyway, yeah, so that's the story of Fanny and the fire drill. And uh, so... You know, from there, I would always do that little joke from Scary Movie 2 with Bradley and be like, make way for Fanny! <laughs> Fanny coming through! You know, uh, so we would always make that little joke, but, uh, uh, and he appreciated it, I'm sure. We still, we actually still talk about that every once in a while, but Fanny is a really good person. I, if she, if she figures out who, who she is in this story <laughs> and by chance happens to hear it, I don't want her to think that, you know, we didn't like her. It was just mm -hmm. one of those things where we knew how she was. And at any moment, you know, <laughs> stuff could go down. So, uh, but anyway, that is that is Fanny and the fire drill. All right. Well, I have to say, uh, it's pretty unlikely that you'll hear about this. Well, uh, not that many people listen. But uh, thank you, and thank you for uh, sharing this story. You're welcome, Will. User feedback time now. We have two comments this week, both of which came through Facebook. In regards to last week's story, Laura says, I don't think I could possibly visit Brazil after this. I realize this was a mistake and very specific rare incident, but still, how absolutely horrible. Jeremy also wrote, I just heard that episode too. I've always wanted to go there. Now, not as much. Well guys, I'd be lying if I said that last week's story wouldn't make me think twice before planning a trip myself. And that does it for this week's episode. Big thanks to James for coming on and telling that story, and thanks to Laura and Jeremy for leaving comments. If you'd like to leave a comment on our blog, head on over to secondhandstorytime.com. While you're there, you can subscribe either through RSS or through iTunes. Or you can find links to our musicians and our license, which is the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 Unported License. If you want to interact through Facebook, you can find a link on our site or go to facebook.com slash secondhandstorytime. To follow on Twitter and receive updates through there, head to twitter.com slash secondhandstory. To write me directly, write to will at secondhandstorytime.com. I'm always looking for more stories, and I'm starting to run low again, so if you've got one, please get in touch. Thanks for listening, and we'll have another episode next Thursday. <laughs>